All right. Okay, here we go. Welcome to Conversations with Chris. I'm back. It's me, Chris, your host. And I'm here with my buddy Seth Barrockington, who is one of the few people in this world that makes me jealous. And uh, I got a little envy for this guy because he can make his hips move in ways that are just... I don't know. You'll understand after we talk a little bit more. Plus, he's always the life of the party. Everywhere you go, if this guy goes, you've just brought the coolest party trick to the party. So I'm stoked to have him on my show and an opportunity for you guys to get to know him better. Uh, we'll get you all his links and everything else on uh, on the uh, post. But Seth, good to see you, buddy. Thanks for being here, man. I oh, appreciate it. Glad to be here. This is fantastic. I showered and, and got all pretty just for you. <laughs> and I appreciate the showering part. That's definitely something that I look forward to so that people come clean to the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I want to look and, you know, dress to impress. My grandfather always told me I had a great look for radio. So Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think so, which is, a, you know, an awesome way for us to segue into how you got into dancing, which, uh, you know, apparently, <laughs> as you just informed me, you were... Looking forward to singing. Of course, you couldn't remember any of the lyrics, so dancing worked just as well. <laughs> yes, it was it was a great option. Uh, yeah, I guess knowing lyrics is for most singers kind of important. Uh, so as somewhat, a, yeah, yeah. As a dancer, I can still sing whatever lyrics I want. Uh, I can make up lyrics. That's true. That's I true. just do it to the beat of the music. Then no one's actually listening to you sing anyway because they're watching you dance, and that's too impressive to actually care what you're saying <laughs> exactly i have to find ways to distract them so. so tell me what your official title is i mean you've been so many things you've crossed the boundaries of uh fitness and of dance and of entertainment and been in movies been all over the place been on cruise ships now i know you've been a you know a, a physical fitness guy and a world state uh, state record champion holder in weightlifting so what would you say your title is currently and give us some idea of like your background and where you came from and all the stuff you've done. Okay. I would have to say currently I would be a choreographer, a uh, creative director. Um, mostly what I try to form um, now is just, you know, my creative side. I've danced a lot. I've competed. I've done competitions, world championships in Puerto Rico in 2013, um, various other things, but I feel best when I'm creating. So whether it's choreography and film uh, for a show, a performance, that's where I feel most alive and where I'm really utilizing my talents and skills. Um, And then also, uh, you know, as a dancer performer still, because I still like to uh, get out there and, you know, frankly, just need the exercise so I can eat all the stuff I like. That's right. That's right. So speaking of choreography, you've done some really cool choreography lately too, and some movies, film, uh, some shows. Uh, tell us what that was like. I know we talked about Red Notice the other night and uh, the coffee cup story. We got to tell that story. <laughs> the coffee cup story has to be told. It's a, uh, yeah, yeah. We're, we'll tag her in the uh, in the actual post as well too because I was laughing so hard at Disney Springs the other night with the whole coffee cup on the shelf, coffee cup over here. So I'm gonna let Seth tell you guys about the coffee cup before I ruin it. <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah, I've, I've I've had the opportunity the fantastic opportunity uh to work on a few films i've choreographed uh and step up i've choreographed on a few other tv shows but um i got to work on red notice where uh the choreographer actually denise she brought us in um and i had the wonderful opportunity to dance with this beautiful dance partner colby lamont she's uh 
stunt uh, stunt actress, um, stunt woman, um, amazing. And you know, I'm getting to work around all these amazing people. Uh, just a few of them, you know, like um, The Rock, uh, Dwayne Johnson, Ryan Reynolds, and my absolute favorite, save the best for last, uh, Gal Gadot. I just Oh my gosh, she okay. say no more. We understand. <clears throat> we understand. And, and you know, no one ever really lives up to what they actually look like on in pictures and sure. film. Sure. She she does. She does. <laughs> she exceeded that. She huh? exceeds that far beyond. Um, so yeah, so I got the opportunity to dance in this and we're working like right out of the COVID. So we were in a bubble. They actually made a movie uh, actually based on what they shot behind the scenes yeah, in Red I saw Notice. That movie. Yeah, the so, bubble or the like, <clears throat> yeah. that's right. That's... So um we, we're working in this bubble. So when we first started filming, they actually had us with the M N ninety five mask and they took pictures of our faces and they printed them on other masks to go over the M N ninety five. So we called it like the Hannibal Lecter mask because yeah, it was yeah. like a skin of our face <laughs> right. over the M N ninety five. We shot like a hundred and something scenes with this and VFX were like, we can't use any of this. Um, <clears throat> it didn't work. Did not that work. Was a terrible plan. We literally had to shoot it all over again, which meant I had to spend more time with Wonder Woman. Poor, poor, and poor thing. I, it was it was rough. I I toughed it out. Um, so yeah, we're we're working you know day in day out in a bubble. Only can go hotel to studio, studio hotel, nowhere else, no friends, no nothing. I'm just stuck with Wonder Woman. You know, I'm yeah. just. Terrible, terrible. Terrible. So it, it's, it's kind of cold out a little bit. Uh, we're shooting in Atlanta, Georgia, which is actually pretty big in film. Uh, most people don't realize that. Uh, so anyway, it's really cold one day. I'm rushing over to get something to get some coffee or whatever. And this girl just cuts me off and just like bogarts herself in there and starts grabbing coffee. She did not even know I existed. She How didn't see dare me. dare she? And I thought, you know, you know what? I'm going to let this slide because as it turns out, this is, this is wonder woman here. Um, and I mean, let's be honest. You didn't let it slide for anybody. I, You're one of the nicest guys. Exactly. I, I would have told the rock to move over. Come on. That's right. You slide out of the way, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Just give him a nudge. Line starts back there. Yes. <laughs> so she turns around. She actually did not realize she cut me off. She turned around and she felt so bad. She's apologizing to me. She's like, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Let me get you a coffee. What do you want? And she's like, Oh, Oh, well, you have to try this pastry and she was talking to me about the pastries and she loves this one this is her favorite and uh so she gets me a coffee a pastry and she's just the absolute sweetest most humble person ever she was just in a rush not paying attention and 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 i gotta say that yes that is the coffee cup story because that coffee cup i took selfies with it i, I, I took it i'm sure you handled yourself like a polished human being when she was talking to you as well i'm sure you weren't bumbling over your words i <laughs> actually i didn't say much i just kind of like smiled and nodded yes, a lot yes it's okay it was so yeah. the coffee cup became an iconic item, right? It did. It, was, uh... it it went. I took it back to my my room and I put it up on the shelf. And periodically, I w it would rotate. <laughs> you know, some days it'd be you know next on the nightstand. Some days it'd be on the desk. Some days it'd be in the you know in the in the bathroom on the counter while I shave. You know, just to kind of keep me company. That's the... right. That's right. You can't let that thing get too far away. It's not I, every day yeah. you get a coffee from Wonder Woman. Exactly. I mean, I I'm, I haven't been to the Oscars yet, but you can guarantee you will see that coffee cup with. <laughs> Me at the Oscars. Should you ever win an award or win you win, win your win, award? Yes. When you win, win your award I for choreography, award. you're going to be like, I'd like to thank my coffee cup. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Which uh, you're like, you guys can keep the trophy. I'm just going to take this home. This will be fine. <laughs> Bronze it for me. I'm golden. This is great. That's, it. That's all you need. 
So outside of, uh, you know, meeting the most beautiful woman on the planet, I mean, Wonder Woman, obviously, and uh, The Rock and all those kind of people, you've also been doing a lot of uh, cruise liner entertainment, huh? Oh, yeah. Traveling around on cruise ships and getting to go to all the most exotic places in the world. And uh, the story you told us the other night about the um, the Asian women that were dancing with you. And oh, that was a um, that was a classic, but I'm sure you've got a bunch of them that you can tell about those and what I, what it must be like to just be the dance instructor on a cruise ship where everyone is kind of confined to the ship, so they all know who you are because there's only like probably one or two of you on the whole ship, and that would probably just be a stalking type situation where people would follow you around the boat all the time wanting to dance, right? It's actually more like Highlander. There can be only one. <laughs> So they put two dance instructors on a ship. Someone's getting thrown overboard. Yes, yes. It, that does not work. It just does not work that not way. A, there's too much, not enough space for all that ego, right? That's no, like... no. And my my name is Seth. So when you walk into a room, you really don't see many other sets around. And if there is one, the other has to leave the building. Uh, the same goes with dancing. <laughs> so, yes. Seth walks in. If there's a Seth in the room, he's going to exit stage left. Same thing with that. Got it. All right. I'm following. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Mm-hmm. So tell us about some of these cruise line stories. No doubt you've had some fun experiences on those. <laughs> there, there was a, there, maybe one. Yeah, maybe once. <laughs> once. Um, I was, okay, so on the cruise ship, I, I, you know, I teach everything from, you know, some cardio classes to uh, ballroom and Latin classes. I host dance events. And, you know, a lot of people, they go on the ship. Some of the ones that I'm on or most of the ones I'm on are like two-week cruises, sometimes shorter. But two-week cruises, I really get to know people. Sometimes if I don't have a dance partner with me on the ship, I just look out into the audience and just have someone come and join me up on stage. And usually by the end of the cruise, most people assume that it was a gimmick that that person was actually my dance partner. And she's a professional dancer. But really, only about two weeks. I mean, she is a professional dancer, but she already looks like one the first day, um, which you, you've experienced that. Uh, you know, we were at the uh, Disney Springs and, uh, you know, we, we danced, uh, one danced, uh, Tara and I, and everyone was like, oh, you're, you're a professional, right? Yep. So yep. that's how it goes. I tell everybody <clears throat> that Seth will make every, anyone that, anyone that dances with him will look like a professional as soon as yes. they get on the floor with him. So an easy way to explain it is if you've seen Dirty Dancing, I'm basically Patrick Swayze of the cruise industry. So, <laughs> Man, it must be terrible to be you. It's like tough. I said, guys, this is the guy that I'm jealous of. It's a, it's a tough job. It's a tough job. So yeah. while on the cruise, you know, I, I get out there and I dance with everyone I teach, but there's, there's a thing where most people don't know how to apply it. So the most important thing I do is when we have events, so I perform at events, but when I'm done, I go down into the audience and I start grabbing people up that have been to the classes and then just random people as well and get out there and, and allow them to use what they learn in the classes because they don't realize how to apply it. They're not exactly sure how to do that. But I mean, there's just a lot of of music out there and it doesn't really matter what style you dance you dance the personality of the style you dance to the tempo of the music you can just walk around on the dance floor honestly it's not that hard it's walking but with style right yeah well and i mean i've watched you do it with people all the time and i think it's amazing to watch because you know you're the life of the party for sure and everybody can't wait to get their hands on seth and you're always sweating and burning about 7 million calories per second. Yes. And uh, what's your diet like to maintain the kind of uh, physique that you got to (laughs) maintain and energy level to be able to dance that much? Because I know it's not easy to keep my, uh, my body moving uh, when I'm doing acro workshops and teaching and stuff. So 
watching you, I'm always like, boy, this guy's got to eat some food. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, he's got to have a mac and cheese bowl in his car or something every day. Cause... Absolutely. Uh, actually, one of my main things on the ship, and usually when I am on the ship a lot more, um, I'm dancing a lot more. Film is a lot of stop and go. I don't get as much exercise. But on the ship, I refer to it as being in ship shape. So, <laughs> ship, so shape. ship shape. So like <clears throat> usually when I get a moment, I run back to my cabin. Uh, if I'm changing, freshening up, changing shirts, you know, throwing on some cologne or something, whatever. I grab a piece of bread and some crunchy peanut butter. That's the important bit. Crunchy. Um, I grab some peanut butter, slap it on the bread, eat a quick peanut butter sandwich, maybe have a protein shake, you know, to try to get some more vitamins and everything. Cause I don't really have time often to sit down and really eat. Yeah. Um, yeah. If I do have any extra time, it will be to get coffee or maybe a monster energy drink. Um, yeah, we've just, established that you're definitely a coffee addict. Right? Yes, yeah, very that's... much so. Dance and coffee addict. Yes. Uh, and uh, so usually I'm I'm eating multiple peanut butter sandwiches, and I'll, I'll have it with just water. You know, and that's usually what I will grab in a you know in a moment's notice. And um, yeah, I'm around the ship, all over. You know, running up, down, every which way. Yes. Um. So, yeah, that's amazing. That's why the coffee, huh? And yes. You, and you're the only person that I meet that, like, the other night we're at Disney Springs, and he's like, hey, I'm going to swing by Starbucks real quick. It's the only one that's open this late. And I'm like, it's like 10 o'clock at night. This guy's going to go get himself a coffee. And then you come back, you're like, oh, yeah, well, I drink coffee before bed. It doesn't bother me. I pass right out. I'm like, wow. It's like. That's it. That just shows too the amount of uh, calories and energy that your body cooks through. Oh yeah. In a moment like you are just running on caffeine and adrenaline. Oh yeah. <laughs> like it's a, Literally. It's got to be a recipe for something. But uh, I wonder how many other dance instructors have a similar uh, coffee addiction. Um, there is uh, kind of a standard with most dance studios. If they are located next to a coffee shop, it is probably going to be a successful studio for many reasons. <laughs> um, one of my buddies, Roger, he had a box of five hour energy on top of the fridge, but then he was also getting like quad shots of espresso brought to him by his students on a regular basis, you know, <laughs> quad shots. Oh yeah. I love it. I, well, that's what I usually refer to myself. Um, when people ask me, so, so what is it like, be, uh, you know, when they want to, you know, an idea of what I'm like, if I want to give them an example, I'm like Patrick Swayze with a quad shot, shot of espresso. That's, that's me. There you <laughs> go. Yeah. That's kind of a good and solid, uh, you know, example or, yeah. um, uh, definition, I guess you could say. So I just sent you a picture that's from 2016. Which wow. was, uh, which was, uh, I don't think that was the first time we met, but that was definitely one of those uh, events that we joined up at and kind of got to hang out. But what an old picture, huh? Classic. That is, that is a fantastic picture. <laughs> I love that. I'm looking forward to doing the photo shoot after seeing that one. You photographed better than I thought. So, you know, I, I, you know, I photographed better than I thought too. I'm <laughs> like, I was, I had to take a second glance at myself. I was like, wow, that's impressive. <laughs> hey, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> so outside of uh, red notice, tell us about some other movies and uh, shows you've done. I know you were talking about uh, the classic remake of MacGyver. Oh yeah. <laughs> which is, uh, you know, if anyone hasn't seen the original MacGyver series, you got to watch it. But, uh, you had a pretty sweet gig on that one, right? I, I did, actually. Uh, it was quite fun. Um, <clears throat> I did a lot of double work for George Eads, uh, which is uh, Jack Dalton in the show. And he is uh, MacGyver's right-hand man. So the, the funny thing about being on set is their names are, one's George Eads, the other's Lucas Till. So they were George and Lucas together. <laughs> 
So that would be confusing. Yes. So, George Lucas? No. No. It's not George and Lucas. It's just George and Lucas. So yeah. in the show, they actually would often, most people don't know it, they would make a Star Wars reference somewhere in the show often. And they have like other little, you know, inside jokes and such. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, I remember going up and working on the show. They asked me to come in and audition to be, you know, his double and such. And I stroll up and I get there and the other guys are already lined up and I'm walking in and they bring in the director, producer and everyone to kind of look at us. And they see me from behind when they walk up because I'm not standing next to the other guys. I just walked into the room and I'm like in like basically all diesel looking attire, you know? <laughs> and um, anyway, so they walk just past me from behind and they're like, okay, well, great. You know, we can see the guys here and it's great that we got George here with us today. And uh, <laughs> the AD looks over and he's like, uh, excuse me, sir. Um, that's not George. That's uh, one of the other guys here auditioning. And they look at me and look back at the other guys like, well, that's that's pretty easy. We're going with this guy. So Turns out you guys can go home. We're yes. Good. We, got it. we found our person. <laughs> Literally the quickest audition ever. I got the job like right on the spot. That was um, an easy one, huh? Lay it was out. fantastic. And I mean, we had things like, I mean... I'm doing stuff on motorcycles. They have me, one day I show up, there's a trampoline with like thousands of balloons tied to it on a lift going up in the air with a green screen behind it. Um, so I get to hang out on a trampoline for the majority of the day with like wind fans blowing on us. The most ridiculous stuff. I love MacGyver. It's just, you never know what you're getting into. I'm getting tied up with seatbelts thrown in the back of a car and I've got to like bust out of it, whatever. <laughs> Um, one of my favorites was I was doing a scene. This one actually wasn't for George, but it was uh, another person I was doubling for. They utilized me for multi things. Um, anyway, I got rolled up in a, uh, a, car, a rug, big rug, and uh, everyone took a lunch break and just kind of <laughs> kind of left me there. That's right. <laughs> and they we walked talking. out. You just took a nap in the rug. I did. Like... I was like, this is the best. <laughs> I we. Call time was like 5.30. I'm like, yeah, all right. Just bring me some food it's back, nice guys. It's warm in here. They'll unroll me at some point. At some point. <laughs> They'll not, need me. It's, yeah, it's not uncomfortable. I'm good. Just bring me some grub. We'll be good. Oh, yeah. That's great stories, man. I love the fact that you get to go on set and do those types of things because, you know, you don't think about how many people behind the scenes are involved in making those productions. And, you know, when you watch the movie, it's so seamless and easy looking. And then you think to yourself, wow, The Rock just took Wonder Woman and danced her around the, you know, in the tango and it was perfect and flawless, but you don't think about the amount of people that had to teach, choreograph, uh, train, practice to get that one scene, that one series to work out. And so like when you hear the stories of all the stuff that went on, it's kind of like, wow. Okay. It also puts into perspective, like how difficult it is to put these feature films together and to make them happen. So, oh yeah, I mean, and from one <laughs> end of the spectrum to the other, you know, going from that where you're just the back of a head, to uh, being the guy, the only guy on the cruise line that's teaching dance. I mean, you know, the one and only. You can't have more than two. There can you only cannot. Be one. Highlander <laughs> rules. Highlander, Highlander rules. That's across the board, huh? All dance instructors. <laughs> yes, yes. I can feel that. I can feel that. I can see that. You know, only 13% of yoga instructors are male. So it's a, uh, it's a similar thing with us, you know. Like, you know, you can't have two male yoga teachers in the same county at the no. same time. You know, we have to be careful not to cross paths too closely. <laughs> exactly. You got you to time things the out. The universe will combust or something will happen. There's like wormholes <laughs> will open. So... Uh, you know, when you take the small percentage of the people that do the things we do that are unique, you know, it is kind of funny because you get to know everybody in that industry. So tell us who was uh, like an inspiration for you that taught you to dance? Who was somebody that kind of got you involved and 
brought you into the world? Um, I mean, my, my biggest inspiration was Patrick Swayze. I, I started out as a break dancer, you know, watching movies like break in, you know, break into electric Bigaloo, some of these others oh, yeah. flash dance, oh, yeah. you know, I loved all styles of dance. I mean, I loved actually Fred Astaire was fantastic. Yeah. Um, John Travolta, you know, all these, all these classics. And, um, <clears throat> I wanted to dance. I just didn't know how to go about it. I didn't take dance lessons. I was just a street dancer, you know, self-taught, whatever. It wasn't all this information out there like there is now with TikToks and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. reels and, and YouTube. <laughs> so, um, anyway, uh, Patrick Spazy, I, I, I saw that and I had just, you know, gone to a dance with this girl and I was thinking, all right, I'm going to impress her. I get out there with my hip hop moves, break dance a little bit, but then they played a slow song. I'm like, I have no idea what to do. I mean, just like prom sway, uh, whatever. So <clears throat> I'm like, when I watched Pat Patrick Swayze in Dirty Dancing, I'm like, that man has it together. He's he know he's he's a genius. This I mean, is that's... what I want to do. So I tried to figure it out, and uh, I, I basically uh, learned all of the moves that he did from Dirty Dancing. From watching the movie yes, over and over yes. again. That was a big step. Solid um, plan, though. Solid plan. I mean, yeah. If you're going to follow someone there, it's the guy. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And um, I had a few other friends. A friend of mine, uh, Tyler, his sister owned a dance studio, Jessica Domini School of Dance, and you know they danced, and we would like hip-hop dance together and stuff, but I still didn't know how to go about ballroom. Um, then someone found a video online. This was much later, you know, and they liked it and wanted to dance with me, asked me to do this audition and turned out to be some people from Dancing with the Stars, one of the pros, Fabian Sanchez and a Colombian dancer from Dancing with the Stars, also um, choreographer on So You Think You Dance. And the man and his personality is just unmatched. Nice. So, I mean, of all the movies that I watched growing up, which was where most of my inspiration came from, because I didn't know anyone that danced, let alone guys that danced. <laughs> right, guys exactly. didn't dance when I was a kid. Like, and if they did, they wouldn't tell anybody. Exactly. I didn't tell anyone. I didn't told no one. Like, no, I don't dance. Who told you that? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> and back then, there was no video or film or no, evidence. No one saw this stuff. We didn't have record of stuff we did. That's, exactly. That's why we're all still not in jail. Yes. <laughs> so... We yeah, we wouldn't have made it in this generation. No, sure. <laughs> there's too many, too many recording devices. <laughs> so that's amazing, Patrick Swayze. Huh? Oh yeah. So I mean, you obviously saw Roadhouse, but you didn't become a bouncer. <laughs> so oh. what was it about dancing that connected with you? Was it the uh, the girl that you had to take to the dance and the pressure of it? Um, I think that's pretty much what it was. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Roadhouse. <laughs> that was a fantastic movie, and I felt Road like Patrick House. Swayze because people look at me and they're like. I thought you'd be bigger. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I, I mean, get that a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for a bouncer, usually the guy's like six foot four, yeah, about exactly. like at least 250 plus. Right, and, right. You know, you get a guy like a dancer size, and you're like, okay, yeah, you're going to bounce me out the door. Let's see this. Speaking of Dalton's, wasn't he a Dalton in that Yes, movie yes, he was. He was. Dalton, so that's right. Yeah. I mean, I, you know what? Yes. And, you know, to be fair, in the movie, it discourages being a bouncer slightly when he keeps showing up at the nurse's office and he's having to stitch himself up. And you're like, eh, okay. You know, yeah. like, not as glamorous as Dirty Dancing. I feel no. Dirty Dancing was much more uh, in line with the direction. Well, the, the thing was for Dirty Dancing is, you know, he was working in a field of work where he's an entertainer. He's entertainment staff. And when you saw him walk into the room in the earlier part of the movie and they have the waiters there, 
And it's like, oh, the entertainment staff has arrived, you know, and they have a little banter back and forth. And he's like, "Eh, just put the pickle on the plate, pretty boy, you know, this sort of (laughs) thing. You know, they they, entertainment staff is underappreciated. They it's it's also a starving art, of course, you know, it's tough in the industry. And, you know, when you when you want to excel at something, you want to do it because you're passionate about it, not because of the money. Yeah. And um yeah, for me, that was that was always the toughest part. So I, I wanted to, I was passionate about dance, and I wanted to dance. Not because I wanted to be a dancer, because I thought that that was cool. It was just, I didn't have a choice. That's what I felt I was destined to be. Sure. You felt called to it, and there's no turning back once you're into it. Yeah. And that's, you know, I mean, a lot of people have asked me the same thing, because to me, uh, you know, becoming a male yoga teacher wasn't on my list of things in mm. high school as an option. Nobody offered that as a choice, <laughs> nor making a career out of it. No. Right. So like, uh, and then when I go back for my 20, 20, 25 year reunion, we went back and like, people are like, so you're like a, a world traveling yoga teacher. And I'm like, yeah, they're like, I gotta be honest. Even if that was on a list, I would have never chose you to be the yoga. I like, I mean, either yeah, <laughs> self-preservation, you know, like it, it helps me with my, my, my ailments, the things yeah. that I deal with. And so it was literally just something that I found to, to get me through life and keep me strong and healthy uh, to deal with, uh, you know, cervical issues and things like that. Yeah. But it ended up becoming the way that I live and it became something that I found passion and love for and ended up, you know, falling in love with this whole entire practice and lifestyle. And like you said, once you become called to something, there's no running away from it. No. But I would agree, or I would argue that you and I both would be, it would be, it'd be an interesting comparison because I remember back in the day when I used to teach people martial arts and it was in the fighting world, it was really hard to get people to come to the fighting studio and train, even though most of the time it's just fitness. People just, everybody has this vision of walking in and getting punched in the face, right? Yeah. (laughs) Cobra Kai. (laughs) Right. Cobra Kai. Fast forward to uh, to being a yoga teacher, and it's far more difficult to get a guy to come to yoga than it is to get him to go to martial arts. Oh, yeah. But I would wonder, if side-by-side comparison, which would be more difficult, to get guys to go to a dance studio and dance or get guys to go to a yoga studio and do yoga? Because I bet it would be a really interesting side-by-side comparison, and we would probably have to run around all of Celebration and try and figure out how many guys we could get. It's yeah, that is neck, right? That's literally just as tough. The only thing I can think that gives yoga the advantage is yoga pants. Yoga pants are definitely a big lure. Yes. But you don't get to touch the girls. Yes. Yes. You get to put the hands on them. Exactly. That's that's the other pull. That is, that is true. That is true. uh, Definite battle, but I think it'd be a really entertaining uh, uh, thing. Maybe we should set that up. Maybe we should do that on one of the podcasts. Yeah. Do a video one. Yeah, we'll do a poll online and see who would, which you'd rather come to, a oh, yeah. yoga class or a dance class, and see well, how many guys we can get to respond. Well, I had this one guy that was a boxer, and his girlfriend became fiance, whatever. She loved dance. She wanted to come in and take dance. He absolutely did not, but he cared about her a lot. So he showed up <laughs> with her. He showed up. He's a boxer. I love the way he, you he, said that. Yeah. <laughs> he cared about her a lot. Yes. He came in two years later showing up every week, coming to classes, everything. Two years later, he was scheduling classes and dragging her into dance. He was more passionate about it. He would do one-on-ones with me to work on his styling and how to become, you know, more macho, do some of these cool moves. 
he would actually be in the studio more than she was. If she yeah. missed a class because she was a, a doctor and she sometimes had appointments and this and that, he would show up and still help out with like the group classes and stuff and lead the other women because we always needed more guys. And he would help out because he wanted to get better. Yeah. So he actually, after two years, really became the one that was, <laughs> he loved it. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. It's a, and I think that's kind of the big thing is if you can get them past the first step, Yeah. you know, hey, come to the class. And then once they get in there and they realize, oh, this is actually really cool and really fun. Yeah. And I've had the same experience with guys. Like a lot of guys won't go to yoga because they don't want to go to a female yoga teacher's class. But if there's a guy yeah. teaching... Then they're like, oh, he's got me, you know, like it's this guy gets what I'm going through. He can't oh, yeah. touch his toes either, which I couldn't when I started. So yeah. I understand where you're coming from. And it's like, but once they're in there, they start to realize the benefits. They feel like how much fun it is. They see that it's not a, it's not what they expected it to be. The anticipation kills so many people, I think, prior oh, yeah. to the even trying it, you know, so. Well, that's the, that's the biggest thing. So for most ladies that may not know this. Guys have a very fragile ego. <laughs> so true. It's so it's true. so fragile. It's delicate, 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 delicate. So when a guy walks into a dance studio, he's taking a huge risk. Yeah. He his his manliness. He could lose part of that manliness. Right. Just right. In, just 100%. a fraction of it. It's it, walking into a yoga studio. Yep. It's. You so, are guaranteed you are not going to look good doing what you're about to do. Exactly. You're <laughs> probably going to look like, I don't know, a baby giraffe in heels. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> and the irony is the girls in the yoga studio don't care. No. They just want any guy that will show up because they think it's adorable it, and awesome that they'll show up. Exactly. Exactly. And they don't care what you look like. And so I tell all my guy friends, I'm like, if you want to make an impression, because all my guy friends obviously, hey, how do you get to be around all the yoga girls? Well, you got to go to yoga. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about that, man. I'm like, look, go in, go to the front of the class, roll out your mat, and act like you own the place. Yeah. And by the end of class, you will have 10 phone numbers in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you'll be beating the women off. Of the I go, I don't care if you can't touch your knees. Just act like you own the place and be there. Yeah. I was like, don't check out the girls. Don't look like a creep. Yeah. Just exactly. roll out your mat and do yoga. I yeah. go, you're going to win. Trust me. And Nobody takes me up on my offer. And the thing is, is like half of these guys, they go to the bars. They try and buy a girl a drink. They, they're either creepy or not. That, that, that you can't change much. But, you know, they buy a drink. They're trying to talk to a girl. They're yelling at her because no one can hear in the bar. <laughs> so there's, it's there's, so awkward yeah, to watch, too. Yeah. Right? And like there's, you're like me. We're so used to girls that we conversate with them all the time. All the time. But when I see dudes talk to girls and I go wow, did that sound better in your head before you said it? Because that was a terrible thing to say. Yeah. It was, but I'm sure they're, yeah, you're, you're yelling at the bar, right? But if you, they just grab them and take them and dance, go to face to face, you're in their ear, you can whisper, talk easy. Yeah, yeah that's probably, that's it, a good call right if there. If you're that's looking it. for something quality, go to a dance studio, go to a yoga studio. The, these dance studios, there are ladies wanting to dance. There are not enough guys exactly. at the dance studios. Exactly. Okay, I realized at a very early age that Patrick Swayze is a genius. Exactly. <laughs> he is the smartest man. He is my Einstein. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel you. The, uh, the funny thing to me is like at gyms where they have yoga classes, yes. the guys will hang out outside the yoga room to wait for the yogis, the <laughs> girls, the to thing. walk out to leave the gym so they can glance and get a quick eye on them, right? Like you said, yoga pants are amazing. Yes. Uh, but they won't dare step foot into no. the yoga studio. And I'm like... You've been done with your workout for 45 minutes and you're just sitting here waiting for the yoga class to get out so you can catch a glimpse of the girls oh, leaving yeah. the gym. 
but you don't want to go into the actual yoga studio. What, same thing. What are the odds? These same guys, they're at the gym and the lady's working out and they're oogling over the girl working out. Is that going to impress her? No. If they walk up and try to get the girl's number while she's in the middle of a workout, is that going to impress her? Negative. No. <laughs> if they go to a yoga class, put their mat down and actually participate. That girl is going to be so impressed that that guy walked in there to do yoga and is improving himself. And guess what? That girl's probably going to come over to him exactly. and start the conversation. And not to mention, if you're the only guy and there's 25 women, your chances are pretty good that someone's going to hit the on you. The odds are in your favor. It's just a numbers game, you know? Like yes. I figured at some point I was like, hey, look. If you're going to put yourself around people and have a work environment, why not make it full of beautiful women? Because what situation isn't improved by beautiful women? Exactly. So let's talk about athletes because I know a lot of athletes take dance to get better oh, yeah. at their sports. Have you ever worked with like a really pro football player, basketball player, or somebody that was like that you wouldn't think of taking dance classes? And obviously we don't have to tell you their name if they wouldn't want to. But oh, yeah. I'm sure nobody cares because yeah. after they do it, they realize the amazing benefits of it, just like yoga. So uh, have you ever gotten to train someone or work with somebody like that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I have one guy, uh, Patton Kazeri. He's a, a PGA golfer, pro golfer. Uh, I think the guy's like, I don't know, he might be 6'4". Maybe it's just me. I don't know. He seemed really tall. <laughs> <laughs> he's really tall. You know? And um, anyway, he comes in and he's you know got a wedding coming up. So he's, he's got a dance. And I, they, they were just trying to think of like whatever songs the guys, you know, he's an athlete. He's a pro athlete. And, you know, on, on the, out there on the, on the golf course, you know, of course he's getting in a workout, but he's also got to do all this other stuff to condition and stay in shape because you can pull, you can tear muscles, golf, you know, you're doing that same repetitive motion. You got to work everything still. Otherwise you're going to really not last on the course. No, so this is your definitely, job. Definitely. Um, he only had like a certain amount of time because he's actually traveling for work, having to go to all these tournaments. So he's popping in when he can at last minute's notice, like, Hey, can you fit me in? I'm like, sure, man, let's do this. And you know what? He felt so much more confident. This is a stout guy. Yeah, this is big dude. <laughs> yeah, big dude. And he felt so much more confident and so much more at ease just in two lessons. And he probably, I mean, I've got a credit cause he had just got his PGA card. Like, his pro card right when I was teaching him. So I've kind of actually already taken credit for him <laughs> getting, his, getting pro his pro card. card. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You were it there was at dancing. that point in time. The dancing made the difference. It literally did. Yes. It. And you should, I mean, honestly, that's uh, that's what it usually takes is something outside the box to, to give them, you know, cause golf is another, another one of those things where it's also mostly mental. So the confidence that he gained and then the body awareness that you gain from golf or from dancing, Exactly. You know, I mean, what a big difference it makes. And that's why most schools now put people through dance. Most athletes coming up get put into dance classes. And, you know, for me, it's something that, um, you know, anything that you're afraid of, you should go do. Because exactly. once you get past that fear, it unleashes and opens like a world of opportunity. And it gives you this like, okay, now if I go to a wedding, I don't have to fear them ask someone asking me to dance or, mm. you know, or the dance time comes on because you ever watch a wedding. I photographed over 500 weddings in my life oh, yeah. and I've been to countless other ones that I haven't photographed. And let me tell you what, the moment that it turns into the DJ is taking over and we're going to have dancing on the dance floor. It's like all of a sudden all the men are just <laughs> as far away from the dance floor as possible. They got to go smoke, even though they don't smoke, they got to go get a drink, even though they don't drink, they're just avoiding the dance floor at all costs. And I'm always like, 
And so you got girls dancing with girls. You got girls dancing by themselves. You've got the older guys because they don't care. Oh, yeah, they don't care. They don't care. So they're out there taking on all the girls. And like you said, it's just – so to me, I'm always like, uh, uh again – where are you going? Yeah. <laughs> like, this is your opportunity. This is what you've been asking for. They are at that moment right then where they just want to have fun. They they don't even care if you dance well or not. It does care. not matter. They just want to enjoy all. themselves. Yes, exactly. girls just want to have fun. Exactly. There you go. I mean, that's uh, we can clip that little song in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got it going on in my head right now. <laughs> exactly. Now I can't get it. Yeah, we got to put the royalties on that. We can't, we're not there yet. We've got to work our way up to that. But no, I do agree. And it's one of those things where, like, I've been to, I don't know how many parties now with you. And I'm the first one to take my girl and go, hey, get out there and dance with him because how much fun everyone has with you. And you're the most classy, respectful guy I've ever seen. Do what you do and make it look just like Dirty Dancing. But at the same time, in no way have I ever been like, Oh, that dude needs to watch where his hands are or that dude, you know what I mean? Like oh yeah. Master yeah. the art of doing what you do and making it look totally professional, but also like you were with the girl that you're dancing with. Absolutely. And like every girl you dance with looks like it's your girlfriend. And I'm like, God damn, this guy's really good at what he does. Like, this is really impressive. And I'm always like, Hey, you go dance with him too. Let me see how this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've watched this girl move. She's awkwardish. I'm going to see if she can, if he can make her look good. And they've never once seen you make, not make someone look amazing. So it's like, to me, that's a really cool talent. And like you said, they just want to have fun and they line up and then get back in line and then get back in line because oh, yeah. they're having so much fun. And I, I, mean, I get passed know. around like a blunt. <laughs> Give. Yes. <laughs> Puff Daddy here. Is that one taken? No, I think that one's one. taken. I don't think he uses that one anymore. Maybe not. Yeah. It's, it's, on it's on loaner. Yeah. yeah. That one in like six names. Yeah. yeah. It was P Diddy, Puff Daddy. But I mean, I don't know. We gotta have, we'll, we'll have to contact I'll somebody. I'll check GoDaddy.com and see if that's for sale now. Get Puff Daddy. Uh, yeah. yeah. Why, is it, why is it Puff Daddy? Because they get passed around like a blunt. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's, a, uh, that's something that people should hire you to do at weddings. You should I, just honestly, a- I've worked a few weddings, and I'm literally the best form of entertainment they yeah. have there. It, it's And I, I don't mind working weddings because I'm getting paid to dance with women, <laughs> eat food, and have drinks. I mean, it's, it's a win-win. I mean... Hire Not me. Not so bad, right? <laughs> Not so bad. I mean, before I'd watched Wedding Crashers the movie, and uh, I was just going to plan on just crashing, mo- <laughs> crashing weddings, With you know? No point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, but just show up. This works way better if I'm getting paid for it. I don't even need a backstory. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Although the backstory thing with the oh, wedding crashers oh, was amazing. It's, I, it's on my laptop. We, I watched that <laughs> often. <laughs> you and I may have to crash a few weddings together yes. and come up with our own backstory. And it's our, so fun. I'll handstand. You're dancing. I don't think we're going to slide in and slide out. It's no. going to be just like wedding crashers. Oh, yeah. We're going to get invited to the uh, oh, yeah. to the big events and things like that. But yeah. I would think people would hire you all the time for events like that. Like It just seems like something. I, if I, I was ever going to have a party or a wedding or some sort of event where I wanted people to dance, certainly I would have you there because it'd be worth far more to pay you than I'd rather have you and not a DJ. Oh, yeah. Because I can DJ myself. I got an iPod. Put your playlist on. Right. But to get people out and get them having fun and get them on the floor because I've watched it and it's amazing. Like, I mean, you just, everyone's drawn to you and to what's going on out there. And without that, I think it would be a lot more, a lot less entertaining. Oh, yeah. A lot less fun. 
The only downside to what you do is it's hard to get cool photos. Like when we were at Becca's party, uh, you know, we got the coolest photo of the party. Yeah. By what we did. Oh, that but was you, amazing. By far, if it was the video situation, it was definitely you that had the best time and had the most, it <laughs> was the most uh, drawn to, you know, like, I mean, you were just seriously getting passed around like a blunt at an all six hours straight literally all white clothing by the way that's yes not a racist thing that, that was, was, <laughs> that was not a... it's definitely an all white clothing party yes specify it... sorry becca just want to make sure we got that clear yeah it was not hosted by colonel sanders no <laughs> no it was definitely white uh clothing all yes but it was a really cool event but yeah the photo part so we're gonna master that this week on monday and get some more uh choreography stuff or some um cop card photos and stuff like that because you've never done a pro, pro photo shoot right i never have i work yeah. in film and i've gotten plenty of movie gigs auditions um in a musical recently and sang and danced and all this and i still don't have pro <laughs> professional I mean, photos we'll shoot the back of your head just for general purpose that'll yeah, be great really, actually a good role for you just my hips actually because those are what actually get me the jobs <laughs> It's all in the hips. Yes. It's all in the hips. A little happy Gilmore <laughs> reference there. I mean, I have to remind him. Excuse me. My eyes are up here. That's right. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Right here. Right here. Yeah, no, totally get that. So tell me what's in the future for you. What do you got coming up? Um, I mean, I've got a couple gigs. I've got one... Um, uh, coming up in Savannah, Georgia, and it's a film. Uh, there's some great people in it, an actress that's just absolutely amazing. Um, I, I don't want to drop much about yeah, the yeah, show yeah, because, you, you know, we can't yeah, keep it a secret. Yeah. So, but it's, uh, oh my gosh, to work with this actress is, is a fantastic opportunity. But right now, you know, film's on strike and they're not really doing union stuff. So it's, it's not union work. It's a little less. And I have a commercial in Miami that I think is uh, maybe Super Bowl commercial, which pays a lot more. But the person I would get to work with. I mean, we already talked about yes. this one. And I, I would tell you guys for a certain amount of money. No, I'm not just kidding. I won't tell you who it is. But I would definitely be torn myself. I think it's a once, once in a lifetime opportunity passes on money all day. So yes, I mean, absolutely. Like, and, and even though I could use the money, I got, I'm a dancer. I could always use the money. But you never know what may come from the opportunity. Exactly. Also. So that's a, uh, you know, plus. She's not going to be here forever. No, no, she's not. No. <laughs> this will be your only opportunity. This literally to, might be. And if you need security, I'll be happy to go with you. So Absolutely. I, can, you know, company I need a bouncer. I, I, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll be the Patrick Swayze. Yes. Now. This is the Dalton. <laughs> yes. You can be the uh, the Patrick Swayze. Jo the Johnny, dancing. yeah. The Johnny, Johnny Castle. Johnny, Johnny Castle, and I'll be the Dalton. Yes. Well, although I'm much larger than he is. I yeah, guess. yeah, yeah. Well, the, uh, so what's else in the future for you? What else you got coming up? Um, well, next year I have a lot more cruises lined up. Uh, one of the agents that I work with out of Australia, she is lining me up uh, two-week cruises. Um, I've got some in Rome and, uh, let's see, Alaska, um, Greenland, Iceland, Australia. So I'll be doing some dance cruises. And at the moment I'm just working the cruises, teaching, but I was thinking about maybe even setting something up where I can, you know, possibly invite people if they want to come and do the dance cruises, two week cruises. Um you know, all over the world, different places on cruise ships, you know, where, you know, you get to actually go to port and everything too. So dancing's only a small part of it. But still, uh just like at weddings, you know, I, I basically I teach the dances, but in the evenings I'll go out and dance with all the guests and get everyone having a good time. I mean, most of the time I, people don't realize how useful somebody a dance host could be someone like a dance host you know just for whether it's on a cruise ship where i'm literally entertaining thousands of people and then you know weddings are just simple i yeah, mean all basic. these 
Yeah, so I have the cruise ship going, and then, of course, hopefully film will start back up in the near future, but, you know, some commercial gigs and stuff till then. But I'm looking to maybe branch out and work in, you know, around the countries a little bit more as well, doing workshops. Yeah, we should definitely set up a retreat, a yoga-slash-dance retreat. Absolutely. We could do some mini-retreats, too. I know some people around here in Florida that would uh, be happy to lend us their space, and we could do like a two-day mini retreat, or we could do like a week-long retreat somewhere in the uh, tropics. Because I don't do cold Absolutely. weather stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a cold weather person. I have like a very specific equator line that yeah. you know, I stay within, and people are like, "Hey, can you come teach here?" And I'm like, mm, "Nope." Far, too far north. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and I got to let me recommend another teacher to you. Absolutely. And I got to say, this is actually a great combination because you need the yoga because you want to stretch. You need to stretch for dance. Actually, I've been having to I've had a few injuries over the past years just because I got kind of lazy about stretching. And I've been like this morning, I got up and did some stretches. I did my workout, my exercise. I didn't really even use weights or anything. Like I don't have weights with me. The only weight is my, my myself, <laughs> you know, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm looking to decrease my weight while still maintaining the strength. But anyway, um, yeah, the, the yoga has been absolutely amazing because it gives me my range of motion that I need. I'm not as sore. I feel better about dancing and both of them give me a fantastic feeling because you like for example you can't be unhappy when you're dancing no, you, no. It, it's you don't just, ever see anybody it's so miserable fun. dancing no and when i do yoga i feel so free and so good afterwards my body just feels so much more at ease and i mm. still don't know half of the names of this stuff so when i walk into your yoga class i'm going to be that guy like yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that looks it, like the baby giraffe in I, heels and again nobody cares everyone <laughs> yeah. thinks it's amazing it's just you know it's the same thing with when i go to dance i'm not going to understand a thing that's happening but you know what I'm down. I'm yeah. into it. You know, like I'm, I'm teachable. <laughs> exactly. And you know what? Everybody starts at the same place, the beginning. Yes. And the beginning is always going to be a baby giraffe in heels. Because oh yeah. It doesn't matter who you are or what you do. These two things that we do are very unique uh, to anyone. Oh yeah. Male, female, doesn't matter. Oh, no matter what age you're at. And like for me, one of the most uh, complimentary, I've only taken a handful of like, side-by-side pictures with some people that were students of mine in my whole life as a teacher, as a, as a yoga teacher. And I've traveled to many, many countries and taught all over the world with some really impressive and talented people. Never taking pictures with them. Oh. <laughs> but was in Palm Coast, Florida, and I taught a class there, which I called, uh, it was a male yoga class. It was only for the guys. And it was nothing, it was at the Hammock Beach Resort, which is one of the richest resorts on the eastern, eastern seaboard of the United States. And I had this whole class of guys, and they were all over 60, at least. And, um, and the one day that I'm teaching it, and these guys start coming to my class, and I broke it down to the most basic yoga poses I could. Uh, and these guys were, would never come to a yoga class, so they came to mine because no women were allowed. And so I packed it out. Nice. All of a sudden, you know, a couple of weeks go by, guys are coming in, a couple of months go by, and they're telling me that they just won the club championship for golf. They just won the club championship for tennis. They were, you know, this one guy says to me, I just tied my shoes for the first time without sitting down in 25 years. Wow. Well, this guy comes in named Sal. And Sal is 94 years old from New York. I'm pretty convinced the guy was like the Italian mob master king or whatever. Sounds like it. Because he was like straight (laughs) Sal, Sal Maggiano or something like that, you know. And he comes to my yoga class. And I'm like, this dude's never stepped foot in a yoga studio or any type of studio 
clearly in his life. But when he came and took my yoga class and enjoyed himself and loved it, and I was like, I have got to take a picture with you, man. So I took a picture with Sal, and he and I were just standing arm in arm. And I was like, I'm so impressed because for a 94-year-old man from New York City named Sal, whatever it was, to step foot into a yoga class and put himself out there like that, I was like, dude, that's that's inspiring to me. Like, it was inspiring to see someone that would never... You know what I mean? Yeah. And he was loved it. Just thought it was the greatest thing ever. So I was like, that was one of those encouraging moments where I realized that, all right, I can get anybody to get into this. Yeah. If I can get them to get to it, if I can trick them into coming, right? And that's, you would think this would be an easy sell. That's the other thing about it that's weird to me. Like, all right, so let's just say that I wanted to invite a guy to come hang out with 25 beautiful women in really tight clothing that have really nice bodies and are really flexible. You don't have to do anything. Just show up. Yeah. How many guys are coming? All of them. Yeah. Now, when it comes to yoga, (laughs) how many of them are coming? Maybe one. Maybe. Maybe. And that's if I push a hard sell. Yeah. And it's still going to be like pulling teeth to get them there. Right. So it's always been one of those things to me where like those kind of situations make me realize that, okay, this is for everyone. This is something everything anyone can do. And I think dance is exactly the same thing where if you can just get people past the fear yes of who what i'm gonna look like am i gonna embarrass myself no you're embarrassing yourself by standing on the sidelines and watching women dance in my opinion because that looks way worse yes. than just getting on the dance yeah. floor and dancing so kudos to what you do man i think it's amazing and i think it's a uh, incredible thing to watch i look forward to upcoming retreats workshops we're certainly going to do a lot of collaborations and make some stuff happen because they do align so well and you and i clearly work well together so it'll be a fun time anything else you want to talk about anything else you got for us um like you were just saying about getting people in uh, I, that picture you sent me I actually have a story from that actual dance event oh really yeah um uh you were saying early like you know i dance with each person i, I dance the same way with a uh, a younger girl as I do an 80 year old lady mm-hmm. uh, a friend of mine Chris did this and I watched him I was mesmerized and I was like wow you know he treats the lady the same it's you you, you use your passion in the dance um so anyway I'm, I'm at that event and I'm dancing with my passion not just with the lady but because my love for dance people see that it's not a, just about the woman and uh anyway I danced with this beautiful girl at the event that you sent me the picture of um and as soon as we're done dancing, she walks off and she goes over to this guy that looks like a UFC fighter and probably eats people for breakfast. And <laughs> Especially so, dancers. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so she walks straight over to him and, and I'm like, oh, and I see this guy just staring me down. I mean, okay, he starts walking over to me and I feel like this is, guy is a Viking and he's right, probably... Right. This yeah, is your last few moments is, on earth. And yes. You're, you're having, yeah, okay. And beastly looking guy comes straight at me. And he looks at me and he just sticks his hand out, grabs my hand and shakes. He's like, man, I want to do that. He's like, I want to be like you on the dance floor. And, you know, it's that that moment, like you were saying that you met Sal. Yeah. That was those moments. That's what keeps you going. I get compliments from women all the time. I love the compliments. But when a guy has the courage to come up and thank you and yeah. it impresses them for them to compliment you says a yeah. lot. So that's, that's well, my sell story. And it's also too, uh, people don't realize like, I, I mean, selfishly. And when I send my girl out to dance with you, I know you're sending her back far more turned on than <laughs> I sent her to you. So it's like, to me, I, Hey, He's doing all the legwork, bro. When I get home, I get to get, I get oh, to yeah. reap the benefits. The, the endorphins, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're gonna get her happy, excited. She's not anything else that happens for the rest of the day. I am good. Ah. 
So to me, I understand. I'm like, yeah, go dance with him. You, you go again. Yes. No, go again. It's yeah. fine. You know, like somebody told me one time, I don't care where you get turned on as long as you come home. To, yeah. <laughs> so like, makes sense, right? So yeah. it's a good logic. Absolutely. <laughs> all, to all the girls that go out and, you know, watch the Chippendales, like the Saturday Night Live uh, special with Swayze and Chris Farley. I mean, that does it for a lot of people, you know, that's... Well, you know, so basically you're a philanthropist who's out there just doing community service. Exactly. You're just out there helping men across the world. I'm also have a their therapist. Have come home yes. to them, you know, and in a good mood and happy. So, guys, let this be a lesson to you. If you guys are having trouble with your girls right now, call Seth or find him on social media, which we're going to put his links below. Invite him to your party or go to one of his parties and take your lady with you. Let him dance with her. I promise you're going to have a great night afterwards. Well, <laughs> I always do. <laughs> Seth, it's been a blast, man. Thanks for being on the show. We'll certainly do it again. Absolutely. There's going to be many, 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 many more stories ahead. So uh, oh, yes. we'll go ahead and seal this thing up for the day and have a great time and uh, get out of here. All right. See you guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, Seth, as always, a pleasure, my friend. Thank you.